Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we're going to another mini episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hilberton, and who is powering up with me tonight? I am Joe Butler, and a weird turtle man taught me how to release my key when I was a child. And I am Dominic. I'm back again, and this is probably the weirdest circumstance we recorded an episode, at least between you and me, Mike. Oh, yes, it is. For those that aren't in the chat, we I am in a hotel in the middle of nowhere in Wisconsin with a, with a hotel that the Wi-Fi got hit by lightning, so I don't have Wi-Fi. I have to use a hotspot. I'm in a hotel room that is far enough from the Wi-Fi that does work, and I'm right by the door so I can hear people coming in and out. But yeah, it's very... <laughs> that's why we. if I sound off, it's because I'm in a weird place. Oh, it's very interesting. It's, it's very interesting. <laughs> yes. I'm on the Distant Ways podcast on YouTube. I'm on the Overblood Facebook group, all those usual places, as always. Also, I did not complete this game. I feel compelled to say for the first time on this show, I've not completed a game. You missed nothing. Same. I feel like this- super bad to you. <laughs> don't be this. This game, if you don't play without save state, it's so interesting what we're talking about. This is a game that actually was Dominic's idea to put on the show because I found someone that was a sucker enough to play it and talk about it with me. We are talking about Dragon Ball Z Legendary Super Warriors for Game Boy Color. Hmm? Let's be clear here. You had it as a possibility on your own charts. And I'm like, oh, that sounds fun. Let's do that. (laughs) This is a childhood game for me that I loved as a kid. And it's only because when I was in high school, I graduated in 06. So it would have been freshman year. So let's say 2003, maybe maybe a sophomore year. And my buddy had somehow got a copy of this game and had it on a Game Boy Color that he brought to school. That he probably shouldn't have when we were in high school. And I remember him sitting there playing it, and he would just play it all the time. And so that's so I had memories of this game. I didn't, and then I played it on an emulator on my computer because I didn't have a, I didn't want to buy a yeah. cartridge. <laughs> so like, there's some cool things about this game that I think are worth discussing up front. Number one being that this was among the very last Game Boy Color games released. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Uh, I believe in America, North America, it might have been the last, along with Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, if I remember correctly. That's so weird. That is really strange because this came out on June 30th, 2002. Let's well, see if I'm correct. It's the weird thing where the, it's it's the yeah, I mean, every every generation does it. You have the really weird thing where they try to push and push the console till its very end. I mean, technically, you still have Just Dance coming out on like the Wii. So <laughs> no longer. Not anymore. Yeah. Just Dance 2020 was the last one and I bought it. <laughs> you have the last one. That makes Wii, sense. Because I yes. The last one they announced was like was at E3, so 2020 makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> kind of funny. This is a this is a very strange game. Like when I describe it to people, they just look at me because it's a Dragon Ball Z game, but it's a turn-based card battling game. So November 5th was Chamber of Secrets. I think November 8th was this game. This is June 30th in the U.S. As well, November 8th, oh, June 30th okay, in the European Union. Okay. Yep. I have a different. Let's see. Well, no, you're looking at the better. Maybe I have we have two wikis lying to us. Can you believe that, guys? We have two different wikis that say two different things. I 100% believe that. <laughs> so let's go with what he said. We're going to say November. Okay. Yeah. Also, oh, worth noting, this is this is a release by Flight Plan, a developer that made a series called Summon Night on the Game Boy Advance and whatnot. Uh, an interesting, cool RPG series that is not like this at all. <laughs> so I, I know that nobody would ever like this game. <laughs> Thank you guys for letting me talk about it. I had actually played this game for like 40 hours. Jesus Christ. I don't. And I beat it five times. I don't I don't know why. Well, I know why, because I was it was a game that I could play while I was like moving around and doing things. So I would like be waiting to pick up, you know, pick up my food from a place and I'll pull out my phone and play a little bit around. And I also use save states because I play this on my phone, which is a perfect way to play this game with safe states on a handheld device. that's always in your pocket. That's how you play this shit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys uh, try to play this legit? Yes. No. <laughs> that's Happy, good because the game cheats. The game literally cheats. The game literally I am cheats. on chapter six. That is where I stopped. I what is the name of that guy? Oh, what's his name? Vegeta. No, he's part of the Genyu Force. Oh, Raccoon. Oh, Raccoon? Yes, I have. I have probably faced this man fifteen to twenty times. That's because the game actually changes its input based on what you pick. I believe that. Because I, because I use save states, so what I, well, I, I would save states, so I would, so they would pick their turn, and I could, you know, alter what I did, so I could pick one move, like I say, I pick an energy move, and then they'll do a void, so then I'll load and I'll do a physical move. We'll, we'll talk about that, 
And then they would go from doing a void, and then when it was and it was all the same turn because I would just reload. Then they would do a different ability, like they would do uh, endurance guard to block it. Still, like the game knows it, it it does its move based on what you pick first. That is interesting. And if you because... pick different beam attacks, the game will actually sometimes do different things or different beam attack or different attack in general. If, if you play a game like Fire Emblem, you know, a game that you can also kind of shut off and reload the turn, like that turn is that turn. Once you make your selection, you cannot change it. The, the CP will not change. Game will. <laughs> this game will That's alter it. its moves based on what you do <laughs> after you pick it. That is incredible to think about. Like, there yeah. are certain attacks in this game, like one attack called SGK attack, which is one of the most powerful abil- abilities. Only two characters can use Gotenks and the booze. Almost every time you do that move, they will block it. It is, I think, one of the most powerful moves in the game, and every time they will, it, it's very hard to get through. And because I would play with, I would play with save load, save load, just to see if I did it multiple times. Sometimes it would go through, but most of the time it would always miss, or they would block it somehow. And the blocking is interesting as well. Oh, I feel like you blocking can, does nothing. You can manually block too. You can, sometimes, that. you can sometimes do it, and it'll sometimes work, but not always. It has a forty percent chance of working, I think, if you do it right. But like, let's let's like explain like what what is this game to play like <laughs> to the people who don't know? This garbage. is this is it's interesting. That's not garbage. It's interesting. There's there's a really cool idea here where you're using cards in a more active way. Uh, it's like half cards, half QTE action game. Weirdly enough, like you you're 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 playing a three punch card and you have to do a QTE correctly to get the punches all done. If you mess up, you have another chance to save yourself. But you know. But if you hit the hit the A button, it doesn't out. It doesn't really save you. It it still doesn't. It doesn't do the full thing. Right. It just keeps you from getting countered. Yeah. But there there is an interesting element of like having the cards and having a more active battle system. It's also just insanely hard. You also have like a, a deck building part, and you also have like key points. You just can't sit there and bust out, you know, Kamehameha after after Kamehameha or yeah. other attacks and. Certain characters, yeah, they can. And certain characters only have certain abilities they can use, which I also found that found out that out the hard way. Yeah, Uh, uh, trying to (laughs) trying to go between like fucking what's his name, Gohan and uh, Krillin, Krillin, oh, Oh, Goku and Krillin, and just having to swap their cards whenever I try to swap players. The game does does tell you if you press start, you can then look at the card and you can see what characters can use the card. Yeah. But you can't have multiple decks. No, which is really stupid. Yeah, if I had just multiple decks to assign each character as I needed them, that'd be great. But this is a Game Boy Color game. You could just have one deck. <laughs> also, weirdly enough, your placement on the field affects your attacks. Yes. Yeah. And your defense. Yeah. Really interesting, really cool idea. I actually really like that. Yeah, and... like, in, You go. Go ahead. I was going to say, in some kind of weird universe, there's a better sequel. Or this could have just been on the Game Boy Advance and just done so much better. Yeah. Like, the way that the the battles work is you have... They try to follow the battles in the story of the of DBZ. They skip a bunch, but they try to follow main ones, at least. You have two little pixel sprites that you play as, or two little sprites, and then you have... You're able to move... It's like a six... six, a six, six I think six spots in the bottom map and six spots on the top map? Or maybe... Uh, like, roughly, yes. And then you can move around each turn on the on the defense turn. You can either on there when it's your defense turn, you can either go up and over one or down and over one. And if you're down, you take less beam damage, but you yeah. take more of the physical damage. And depending on where you move, you go backward and you're farther away from the enemy. Then you'll have more defense, but your attack will be less. And if you move closer, your attack will be stronger, but you won't get a defense bonus. Yeah, but there's a lot of. There's a lot of strategy to it. Like you can like there's there's a lot to this game. And depending on where you are will also affect what the AI does. Yeah, like sometimes you can go up. So you're weaker to beam attack to bait them to do a beam attack so you can then dodge. it. This game has a lot of interesting tech. Yes. For a game like color game, it's very impressive. Technically. Yeah. (laughs) Having (laughs) having played having played the Yu-Gi-Oh game. That was also on Game Boy Color. Dark Duel Stories. This is so much better. (laughs) That's not saying a whole lot there. I mean, I can't say much. I played this game for 40 hours, so I, my opinion is invalid <laughs> to say anything bad about this game. You know what? There, there's what I wouldn't wrong give to be there. There's nothing wrong with that, Mike, because like this is anything that's older than like 
I want to say we probably have the Game Boy Advance and like the Game Boy, the the Game Boy Color, and any like Nintendo and Super Nintendo. All those games are made just to be like, all right, we need to convince these kids they didn't waste how much for games back in like eighty bucks a pop. Yeah, Game Boy Advance games were like thirty or forty. And this must have been dirt cheap when my friend bought it because his parents wouldn't really buy him games. So I'm yeah. guessing this wasn't much at the time, and he bought it himself, and he didn't work. So I mean, it's a Game Boy Color game released two years into the Game Boy Advance life cycle. So. Also, this is probably like a twenty dollar game. Yeah, probably. The reason you probably why... had it what in like oh three, so it probably had a short shelf life. Yeah, I'm guessing it was oh three because I just it, yeah, it would have been oh three because this would have came out late in oh two. We yeah, it would have been later then for sure. The DS was almost on the horizon. Think about that. <laughs> wow. Oh yeah, you're right because I did get I got a launch DS. So yeah, that wasn't that far away from then. Damn, this is a really late Game Boy Color game. I guess I didn't dawn on me how late this game was. And until if... this conversation. Even weirder, like, oh, oh, you know, we talked about it in the, in the chat. This game is, like, a pretty decent, like, with, without you, you know, dying every, probably every chapter, is a pretty good-sized chunk. It's, you know, to, uh, 10 levels are for each arc, and they don't really force you to do things you don't want to, like in the, like in the, uh, the anime. So, like, Dominic, you didn't get that far, but, like, you don't have to fight every phase of Frieza. Oh, God. Yeah, or... Yeah, just fight final form. You see a little quick image of the different forms, but it's like really quick to show. Oh, he tra- he transformed. Yeah, there are some unlockable chapters as well, which is kind of cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool too. <laughs> There's two, but did you guys look up how you have to do it? Yeah, the game no. never tells you. No, explain it, please. Sure. Okay. So in this game, you have an unlockable chapter or two that you have to get if you want to unlock a lot of the final characters. What the game makes you do is in between the battles, you also have small little world moments, which we'll go more into where you have a level and you can move around. What you have to do in one, you have to talk to Trunks three times until he starts repeating his dialogue. Not that unusual. And then you go into the hyperbolic time chamber a few levels later and you have to check this pot three, four times. And it keeps saying empty, empty, empty. You have to just keep checking. It might have to be eight times until it finally gives you a card. And then you have to go up to another pot in the same room and check that a bunch of times and gives you nothing. But you have to check it. Then a few chapters later, when you fight Perfect Cell, you fight Perfect Cell, I think, three times. In the very last fight, Trunks will get killed right before the fight. And you have to use Vegeta and you have to beat him with Vegeta. But it can only be Super Saiyan Vegeta. It can't be if like, you beat the game, you get to like a new, new game plus. It can't be regular Vegeta. It can't be Majin Vegeta. It has to be just Super Saiyan Vegeta. Like the game gets very particular in what you do. Because it has to follow, I guess, the story of the show, maybe, kind of, in a way. I'm not sure. And then if you do that, and then you kill Cell that way, instead of using Gohan, then you will unlock the EX story, which is where you play as Future Trunks, where he goes back to his future and has to fight. But he has the worst fight in the game, because he has to fight two androids at once with only him. So he has to kill two people. Oh, my (laughs) God. There is a trick, because they give you a card called Stop Device that you can then Mm -hmm. put in your 20-card deck. Where if you, as long as you're standing next to them, you can kill one of them instantly. Oh my god! But okay. the question is, when you get that card, and if you're right. able to survive. <laughs> so, so I can think of another game that has a check the pot x amount of times, and you'll get something eventually. Chrono Cross has that. Oh, it does. I don't not a game a game a game that is older than this, <laughs> where you could say Chrono Cross might have inspired this game to have a pot you check x amount of times to get something from it. It's so dumb. Like it's. I- I also have a game that does that, which is also probably a little bit older than this, or, or older than this, which is uh, Resident Evil 2. If you check Wesker's desk enough, you find that picture of Rebecca. Isn't that a hundred also... times? It's like 30. Okay. Wow. Now, also, going back to Fire Emblem, there's also a chapter in the original <laughs> Game Boy Advance release where the game, like the, the, you know, it's a chapter that proceeds mostly as normal, but then there's this guy that pops out randomly called a Magic Seal, and he just he just portrays like a, I don't know, like a 15 style limit on like any magic attacks. And it's like, oh, cool. That's like a fun little quirk on a strategy RPG. Right. And so if you kill him, though, because you can kill him, he's a character. You unlock like at least one or two bonus chapters you would never get otherwise. The problem being <laughs> you can only use physical attacks. And if you mo- if you use more than one turn to attack him, he will disappear after that first turn. So you have to get everyone gathered around him and just hope you have enough to defeat him in one turn using all of your characters. Wow, that's shitty. Old games are weird. Was that a thing back then to do weird shit like that in games? I mean, it's always been a thing to like subvert expectations and like go for weird quirks on your rules you've set up. I do appreciate that. 
it's just that sometimes they do it more as a conceptual idea than and and more as a fuck you than like hey how can we make this like achievable and like cool it's also I mean, in Dra- uh, dragon ball z's in, z's in this game's defense it does give you hint sometimes after you beat the game it gives you hints when you talk to people they'll tell you stuff they didn't tell you the first playthrough but only after you beat the game after you've played it's, everything yeah <laughs> it, this is uh, and they also sometimes lie to you so it's like really? you know it's oh my god you know, it's like in Shenmue, right? In Shenmue, you have until, like, the end of spring to do the quest of the game. And once you reach that point, the game is over. But the game gives you plenty of time to get through the game before it gets to that point. Wait, like Shenmue 1? Yes. What the fuck? You have until the end of spring. You have, like, three or four months to do the whole quest. And you can get it done in a couple weeks. It's not that difficult. But if you don't, if you just fuck around for months, you, you can just do that and lose. <laughs> oh, no. I spent too many days on Virtual Fighter playing, or on Shenmue playing Virtual Fighter, and I wasted the entire game. <laughs> that sounds like when I played Persona 4 and I fucked up and couldn't beat the game. So. I just love to think about someone experiencing the end of Shenmue like that when they're in like the, the forklift phase where they have to keep going back to forklifting for X amount of days. What the fuck? I really want to play Shenmue one day. It's, making it's me a cool play. game. Shenmue 2 is the unsung gem, I think. There's, I have a really... I really want to talk about Shenmue 2 with someone someday. I play 2. I can make 2. Is, 2 is an incredibly structured game. Anyway, I mean, Dragon this, Ball Z. <laughs> the thing, the other reason why I fell in love with this game, because I had always liked Dragon Ball Z, but I always kept Dragon Ball Z at arm's length. It, the show was just too complicated, too much for me to get into. And the, the VHS tapes at the time were super expensive. So, like, I was always looking for a game that I could tell me the whole story of Dragon Ball Z condensed where I would then understand it to a bit. And that's the one reason I fell in love with this game. This was my first experience with Dragon Ball Z fully. Like I watched, you know, episodes here and there, but it wasn't it was this show that the show, this game that brought the show together for me for the first time, which is weird to say. I uh, I'm, go ahead. You go ahead. I was gonna say I, uh, I came home from school every day and it was on. I was uh. I was, I was my specific memory is uh, me being in the bathroom and my cousin screaming that Goku is turning Super Saiyan. I had to bolt over the fucking couch to go see it. So <laughs> I always thought it was too difficult to catch Dragon Ball Z after school. So I was just always adjacent to it. <laughs> Never. I, I have absorbed parts of the story through osmosis and through having some of the VHS tapes. But like, I know this part of the story. I know the part of the story up to where I got to. <laughs> I just didn't care. I mean, it just was because every episode you watch, like, to be continued. And I'm just like, this isn't like it wasn't Dragon Ball Z is very notorious for things not happening fast enough. Yeah. So I wasn't interested as a kid. I mean, that's why, like, with this game really grabbed me because it plays through the whole saga. It does skip the entire Raditz stuff for some reason. It starts off with Gohan being trained by Piccolo, and then you have to fight Nappa, then Vegeta, and you fight Vegeta too many times. Also, it doesn't do anything with Snake Way, but hey. It completely skips all that for some reason. I don't know why they jumped right into, you know, the Vegeta stuff and and, Nap- and Nappa and skip sk- Snake Way. And sk- I mean, it's all based on Gohan at first. Goku doesn't become playable until he shows up to beat Vegeta. Which is kind of funny when you just think about the how constricted that story becomes, where it's just like they just kind of know Goku will be back eventually. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps coming back. Like he's dead, but like, is he really dead? He's he's dead, I guess, but. Like, the reason why I was able to play this game, like I was saying before, like, save states, I was able to low... I mean, I would still lose with save states, and I would be able to know what they were going to do, but there would just be some times where you you have a, you have a deck of 20 cards, you start off with five cards, and each turn you get one more card. Sometimes, I right. and I hit my deck pretty well based in defense, because you also have what's called limit for each character, where you can then, you can then set, like, their exclusive abilities you want to set there. Like, for Goku Spirit Bomb, you're going to set there. And then, like, the way the game plays through as you as you go each turn you'll do like what we talked about earlier street three stage attack or a four stage attack you'll get you get some of these cards just to build up your command i forget what they're called command they're points. called command points, command points? okay and, and then, then you build uh, those up you yeah. can then cast ability so the idea is that you build up the command points and you do a one turn you do power up where they get all you know dragon ball z and have the flames around them and the great pixelated blinking lights at you in the game Boy color and then you can then do your limit attacks and that's how you mostly play the game and that's also mostly what the enemy Almost every fight, except for a couple where they just where freeze freeze us says fuck you constantly. The game will what the enemy will do is they'll they'll go through they'll use regular attacks and then they'll power up they'll do a, they'll do a regular attack the first turn and the second turn will be some kind of heavy attack like a beam or 
a strong physical attack. That's the normal strategy everybody in this game employs. Except every so, or and if they get low in health under a quarter, they will hit you as soon as they can with a strong attack. Yes. But other than that, they're all supposed to follow that that theory. Like that's how the game is programmed. But Frieza and a few others will just randomly do attacks you can't prepare for. That you'll that's have no idea. Pretty random. Like the longer the fights got, stuff out pretty random when they were unleashing the big attacks. It's not. I. It, we, if you play the game four times, <laughs> you start to. There's a lot of patterns to it. Sure, that's Except very for fair. Frieza, Perfect Cell, and Kid Boo are the ones that are in to- all the final fights are notorious for not following that strategy. Most characters will, as long as you do certain things. Like anytime that you bring their health down too low or you get your health too low, they will then switch up and attack you with a big attack as soon as they can to kill you. Which makes it really hard. That's why safe states are your friends. <laughs> Yeah, but it's funny that even with save states, you just you upped your chances of winning, but you have no guarantees. No, I still lost multiple fights because I just I would sometimes just take too much damage and not have cards I needed. And I just couldn't even I would like endurance guards is a card that you can use for any attack, either physical or beam, and it will cut the damage down by a lot. And sometimes it wouldn't work. It would just just it just wouldn't work for no reason because they just the game wanted you to die. So it did some strange stuff. It it really yes. like it's a game that you you really I recommend playing with save states because the fights can last anywhere from like what five minutes usually I think a fight or maybe longer because they're slow fights. The game is not fast paced. Yeah, I was gonna say too. Like I, I completely understand where you're coming from, Dominic, because I think I replayed the opening. I, I played it the first time like I think like two weeks ago. I was like, let me go ahead and upload this to my little uh, Game Boy emulator and take it to work. And like I played like the first three rounds and I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then I I play I uploaded it here at home after I finally you know had lunch you know took a nap and everything I got the hang of it so I decided to continue where I left off on my game. Mike, do any of the other weird like abilities even fucking do anything like the endurance reader or the key the key reader or the yes. yeah, that crap? The game doesn't tell you what they do. The descriptions do not tell you what they do. You actually have to look it up and figure it out on your own. But yes. There's one card that says power fail is the description. What it does is if you use it on the right turn, they happen powering themselves up. It will then make it so they don't power up and they just waste their turn completely. Um, the ones that like say key up and like some of those random shit that doesn't make any sense. Some like will raise accuracy. Some will raise attack power. Some will some like cancel the enemy's turn, but they don't describe them. Like the descriptions are terrible. They don't make any sense. Some will tell you, but some just straight up lie to you. Like it doesn't, it doesn't, you just have to know somehow. I looked online, that's how I figured out some of the stuff, but yeah. it's a really strange, strange game. Now keep in mind, 20 card deck, you have both an attack and defense turn, and your cards can do both attack and defense. Yeah. And you yeah, only you also get one card per the two turns, though. Yes. And you can, you can do, you can do moves that are like, that don't cost any points, like a basic block or a basic, you know, not block, but you know what I mean. Like there's a, guard. There's guard, guard movement. And then, like, a basic three or four attack, depending on what you've used previously, I guess. But, like... It's always three. Unless, yeah, it's always three unless you're powered up, then it's four. Now, do I need those cards in my deck, even, then? What was your question? Well, I need to have those cards in my deck, then, if they're just going to be there. Only if you want, like, the four-stage attack, five-stage attack, six-stage attack. Those you want to put in your deck, because then you'll get those randomly, and you can use them. There's no point in using three-stage. So the three stage, yeah, so the three stage cards are useless in my deck. Yes, they're garbage. Okay, I should have experimented with that because I thought, oh, if I take that out, the game is just going to disable me doing three stage attack anyway. No, no, it won't. Those are automatic attacks that every character has that doesn't change. But yeah, the Love game that. doesn't. The game doesn't explain stuff. And there's a and when you first start it, Piccolo will ask you if you like attack more or if you like like beam damage. He says some kind of question. If you like beam or defeat, because I can't say kill in this game, so mm-hmm. it. It gives you, and that will alter your entire game based on that choice. But the game does not warn you. It just because if you pick if you pick the beam one, or I don't remember what they're called, but if you pick the beam one, you'll end up getting you'll unlock more beam cards as you beat people. And there's two different pools of cards you can unlock from each player that you beat, and it's based on what the, what decision you say at that first section. It affects oh, so everything the entire game, all your playthroughs. So this is also Kingdom Hearts. it's just a weird little thing that i don't understand why nothing is explained in this game and nothing is given to you like you're just you're kind of just i mean i knew a lot of this because i played this game a ton in high school so it was all in my head still like when i started playing i knew exactly what i was doing i knew everything made sense but 
it's interesting, like with you guys, where I did not explain any of this. <laughs> you guys were just dropped into this shit, into the shit with no idea what was going on. I figured. I out. mean, yeah. I mean, it, it was getting there, kind of like what Joseph was saying. Like I spent the first few fights being like, I don't know what I'm doing, but in the end, I'm still kind of winning eventually with these. So I guess I'll keep going. You know, if this is what the gameplay is, I guess this isn't so bad. Oh, I'm just fighting this guy 15 times in a row and not winning. Oh, well. And you get nothing for losing. You don't even get like a consolation prize. Like you have a card. Like nothing. It's just game over, restart. I ran to a weird glitch, by the way. Oh god. But before I get into that glitch, I want you to know, Dominic, if I had a choice to play this twice or play Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories, I would much rather fucking play Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories sooner rather than later on this show, so Yeah. Will be, yes. Chain of Memories uh, is a much better game by far. It really is. But I like Chain of Memories. <laughs> I, I like this game conceptually. It's just, oh my god. So, later on, so, uh, one thing you'll come across, Dominic, if you continue to play this, is, is, is there a reason, is there any, is there, does it affect any of the characters if you switch between normal and, like, their newer forms, Mike? Yes, they get more powerful. Because every, there's RPG elements to this where all the characters have stats that as you win so many fights, you can upgrade them. That's also a joke, because Level two, like one to two is like two fights. Three to four is like less than less than five fights. And then or no, two to three is less than five fights. And three to four is less than, let's say, five, like ten fights. And to get to four to five, it is about 90 fights for some reason. So I had nobody. I played this game five times and I tend to use the same characters over and over again. Like Goku, I still could not get him to level five. And I beat the game five times. And there's 30 chapters in in the game, so I played it that many times and I still could not get him to level 5. And I used him quite often. And I'm assuming with New Game Pluses, you just have all the characters unlock and can just choose whoever, right? In the chapters? Yes. But you also don't, like, as you play through the game the first time, they'll say you unlock characters. Like, oh, say so you unlock Vegeta, but if you didn't actually do certain steps, you didn't, you don't get to keep Vegeta. You don't get to keep certain characters unless you actually did what the game expects you to do. And you've done that by knowing the show. Uh, partly some of the stuff is based on i think the show some of it is just real random shit that you have to do i felt to win that or like things that didn't make sense to me like example let's see here if i can if i can pull up the unlockable keep talking i'm gonna look it up see if i can find it so while i'm actually looking up the unlockable i'll explain the weird glitch i ran into which is all which made me lose a fight and yeah. somehow i leveled up Whenever it, there's also a strategy guide, Game Facts has one strategy guide that I think is considered useful because it actually has what cards you should pick and what limits you should give characters. But what is it? Well, on the one of them, it says that you pick Piccolo and he has, which in, in the anime is his upgraded form, uh, the Kami form. I didn't have that when I started the Android 17 fight. So I, as hard as I tried, I did not win that fight it's with save states and everything so i was like you know what i'll die and then it lets you reload the reload the fight change, change mm-hmm. your uh deck and whatever and so i did that and then when I, after i lost the fight i was like well let me go see what limits i can put on then i saw that piccolo had been upgraded to a second four and i'm like that's weird i wonder if that's because i lost or because the game fucking glitched out i'll never know it Maybe. might have been actually because you lost to be honest were you fighting android 16 17 the guy okay yeah the first time before cell yeah, no, that's actually part of the game. Wait, so so it knows when you lose? For a couple, very few fights, yes. Well, that's bullshit. What? <laughs> like, example, for some of the unlockables, like to unlock Goldo, which is the green guy from the Ginyu Force, you have to beat him with Krillin. Is that from the story? The no. anime? Okay. To beat Raccoon, you got to beat him with Goku. I know that's from the story. Oh, you have and to beat him with Goku. To, but you have to do it after you, you have to be your second playthrough because you can't unlock any of the villains the first time. It's really weird. And some of the characters to unlock the Z warriors, they make you do really weird shit to unlock them too. like to get Vegeta. You have to talk to Vegeta at certain points to get him. Otherwise, he won't be unlockable. This is just getting stranger and stranger. The more you talk about it. <laughs> Wait, I literally didn't get Vegeta to my I think my third playthrough through the game because I fucked up the second playthrough and the first playthrough, and didn't talk to him at a certain point, or didn't use him in a certain fight, so I couldn't, un- he just didn't unlock for me the first time, even though I followed, because there's an early, one of the in mid-chapters in the first in the first ten, there's a chapter where there's a Namek that tries to hit Gohan, and you have the choice to pick left or right. You have to pick the bottom option of the two, otherwise you won't unlock Vegeta. That's one of the steps to unlock Vegeta. Makes absolutely no sense. Oh my god. So, what the hell? Because it's, it's, like, a, it's, it's like, a, like a text adventure. Do you pick left or right? 
And also, so both are correct in a way. A lot of the guides lied to you. Like, there's a bunch of different guides on this game and game facts that you were talking about. They are not all true because I actually found three different guides that would tell me three different things. And I literally had to do different ones to see what would work. And what if not some guides would tell me the truth, some guides were not telling me the truth. It, it was it was really strange. It was very, very hard to unlock all the characters in this game. And I think there's over 20 characters <laughs> in this game. Or more? The I can way tell you shortly, actually. The way you're making it sound, though, it's it, it's very possible that for them, those were the right ways to do it. But the game <laughs> is just so complex that there's just something else that no one is aware of that is controlling those aspects. So that it when, you know... 27 when, characters. Yeah. And that doesn't so like include... When they're doing it. Each, you know, their some way characters works. have different form. Yeah. And you have to do, like, certain things to get certain forms in certain orders. Like, Ginyu, you have... I had to beat the game three or four times to get the second Ginyu Goku form, because I just couldn't get it. It's really weird. I mean, I'm sure the game is... Like, I had moments in this game when I was playing through it where I would... Because I I first, if I didn't unlock somebody, I would just keep going. I'm like, oh, I gotta beat the game again anyway to get this character or do this. And it was my last playthrough where I'm like, fuck it, I am not playing through this game again. Like, this is the last time. We're done. So then I (laughs) I would actually... If it didn't unlock... Because sometimes I would use the right character and it just wouldn't unlock. I have to reload and beat him again. And also, this game will also trick you where if you do a fight and lose to a fight and and do continue... You lost your chance to unlock said character. You have to completely re- reset the game. Otherwise, it won't count. Oh. And the game does not tell you that. It's... There's a few. Frieza is one of those where you have to beat Frieza with Future Trunks, which makes sense because Future Trunks killed Frieza in the anime. But if you lose to Frieza with, with Trunks, you can't continue. You have to reset the game and then do it. And Frieza won the hardest fights in the game. It's really stupid. <laughs> I fell in love with this Is this the this most game. complex game? I love this game. I think this is, for some reason, I don't know why one of my, well, just nostalgic rose-colored glasses, one of my favorite Game Boy Color games right now. Because I never put that many hours into a game. That wasn't actually mostly, fa- you can't fast-forward this game that much, because if you do fast-forward it, you're not going to be able to do the do the quick-time event. So I didn't play this game yeah. fast-forward that much. I mean, once in a while I did, and I have over 40 hours in it. Yeah, you have to do all the QTs, you have to do the directional inputs of, like, left or right. You gotta do all that shit. And I still actually don't have every card, which I was trying, but then I just, I'm like, I need to put this game down and walk away. (laughs) There's also a lot of different man cards or like special cards that only work for certain characters. Right. There's also dodge cards that only work for certain characters. Like Majin Buu, for example, has has his own unique blocking beam card called Breath that only he can use. And like certain characters like Cell, because he has Goku Cells, he can then use some of Goku's abilities that no one else can use but Goku and, and Vegito. Like, it's just, I mean, you can check by pressing start, but just like some of the stuff in this game to me is so, like, impressive, especially for a Game Boy Color game. Yeah, impressive and complicated and all of the above. Um, oh, yeah. The only time the game tells you any of the secrets is when you beat, when you do the EX story, the first one with Trunks, when you check, you have to rescue some people, and then when you check these blank spots, the game will tell you, oh, beat this with this, press this at this, question mark, question mark. And it will tell you part of the hint, the question mark, the rest, so you don't actually know what you're supposed to do. You can kind of guess, but it, it it locks things away. And the game is very sensitive. On also, like you were mentioning, Joe, how different characters have different forms, like Goku has Super Saiyan 1, 2, and 3. The game will actually want you to use certain char- certain versions of a character to win certain fights to unlock characters, and the guys would be wrong on that in some of those. Huh. Like, sometimes you have to use the Super Saiyan, sometimes you have to use the regular version of them, sometimes you have to use a level, like, level Super Saiyan level 2. Like, for example, for one of the Goku, un- or Gohan unlockables, I, I, t- I forget who I was trying to get, but I couldn't use his strongest war to get the Majin Bu- the Kid Buu version of where he absorbed Gohan. You can't use Gohan strongest, you have to use Gohan Super Saiyan 2 or it won't unlock. And the only way to get Gohan Super Saiyan 2 is to do something really stupid at one point in the game that I had to, that took me a lot. I don't even remember what it was, but I had to like beat a certain thing with him in order to unlock him, or otherwise he wouldn't unlock for me. So, like, <laughs> part of me wants to finish this at least once. Same. You guys should. So you save states, but you should beat it once, but I would never recommend oh. doing what I did. I'm doing it on the real hardware because that's what I have. I got it. It's it has to be possible, right? It, it has. To My be. friend did it in high school. You just you just played it constantly at school. And he did it, but we had yeah. a lot of time back then. <sighs> yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie, you, Dominic. You might have to use save states because, like, that raccoon, the raccoon fight, really does fucking cheat. Like, there's times where yes. I'm just like attacking him, and he just blows my attacks away, and like I almost threw my Game Boy across the goddamn room. 
<laughs> uh, there's been so many no, points you, where I've been so close. You also, so like, one of the strategies you. is to do is to do weaker attacks to get them, like, close to their end of health, but not get them to the point where they get, where they go in, like, what I call a rage mode. I think it's about a quarter. When they get to the last quarter, they go crazy. And that's when they yeah. will murder you. And they don't follow the normal strategy of the game. Because normally the game will pinpoint some of its move, like powering up. But even then, like if you pick the wrong card and you and you just you just wasted control, you know, control points you could have used when it was time to kill them. Like it's just there's so much stuff in this game where you have to do like almost every turn perfectly, or you won't win a fight. Yeah, they they also have a very specific way of attacking. Like I know they won't power up till they've lost at least their first, like maybe fourth chunk of health. And then whenever they power up, they never use their beam. When they at the, in the beginning, they never use their beams in the first attack. Their second attack usually always consists of a beam attack. On the rare occasion where sometimes they'll use like a like a really heavy fist attack. Like I think like for instance, Cell has like a tail attack or something. He has Cell combo. Yeah. Also, they don't all follow that strategy. Some characters later on, like Perfect Cell, for example, will throw you off, and on their first turn, they will usually do a beam attack just to fuck with you because you're used to most people waiting to the second turn. Again, I like the idea of fucking with expectations and really using the rules of the game to full effect. You know, that's I would expect nothing less. But if yeah, you get damn. hit by a beam attack, your fight can be over just like that. Yeah, like goddamn though. There I mean, one bad turn and you're done. Like you, you can't win. And I, I know for a fact, because I tried with safe states, and there was sometimes I took a hit, I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. You could not get back from it, unless you had, there's only one recovery card in the game, which is Dende. Recovery isn't it? Recovers HP? Yes, there's one card that will do it for you, but you don't get it till Holy late shit. in the game. No, there's two. <laughs> oh, there's two. Yeah, isn't there Resurrection? Doesn't Resurrection give you health, too? Oh, yes, but Resurrection only can be used by Piccolo, and then, like, Cell also, but it can't be used by everybody. Okay. Dende can be used by anybody. But yes, you're right. There's also Absorb Energy, which is a card that only only Android 19 and 20 can do, where they can then, it's actually a really good attack. It only costs like 15 CC. That's really low for any of the powerful attacks that can range anywhere from like 12 all the way up to 40. I think. No, not 40. I think it's like 30 for SGK attack. Maybe it's 40. I don't remember, but it, it costs 15. It will drain their health and heal you. It's a really good ability, but only Android 19 and 20 can use it, which you can only unlock in your second playthrough. And they suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I actually leveled all the characters. Like, I was trying. Anyone I had to use, I would level up in the game, up, try to get up to four, because that's the only realistic one. And, and it just, like, because you can choose from speed, HP, uh, power, or key. Key being your beam attacks, power being your physical attacks, and then speed is completely useless, and every guide will tell you, do not upgrade speed, or you just wasted an upgrade. Speed just means you attack first. That's all. Oh, boy. Not. So yeah, don't, ever t- don't ever touch speed. Only touch... I recommend only touch key. Don't even bother the other ones. And the other reason why this game took me four playthroughs is in order to get Super Saiyan 3 Goku, you have to get all the other Z characters be- up to that, and to get... One of the characters you you have you have in the I think I know it's in the anime where Goten fights Trunks in the tournament in the Buu Saga, and you have to beat you have to do that fight twice. The first time you do it, you have to beat go beat Trunks with Gotenks, and then you unlock Gotenks. And your second playthrough, you're supposed to play as Gotenks again, but this time lose the fight, and then you unlock Trunks because you only unlock one or the other in that fight. And the game does not tell you that the game every fight you lose the game you know resets. But that's the one one of the few one of the, the only fight in the game that you can lose and still progress. And it took me a while to realize that I had to, I had to go with Gotenks, lose that fight, and then I could unlock Baby Trunks Super Saiyan. Therefore, I could end up unlocking Super Saiyan Three Goku, which is the most powerful character in the game. And then that was and then I was able to unlock Vegito and Gotenks, which that's why I took the game five beats because I didn't get that to my fourth try. <laughs> so, and you can't level select; you have to play through the entire game. You can only do New Game Plus after you beat the game. Watch all the credits. You have to hit start a bunch of times. You cannot reset the console, and then it will load into the next into the next playthrough, and then you can save the game. Otherwise, you'll have to do the last fight over again if you don't if you stop the game or turn it off if you don't go all the way through. It's really nice like that. Game Boy Advance games are weird. Game Boy Color games are weird. <laughs> color games, yes. And also to unlock Gotenks and Vegito after you beat the game and you have all the all the Z fighters or everybody you have almost everybody you have to hit start repeatedly at the end screen. The game gives you one hint in a random block if you read it in the EX story. You have to do the EX story, hit start constantly at the end of the game, and then it will unlock them. If you don't do it, it won't unlock them. 
I uh, I just have no idea. Like, oh my god. <laughs> I don't recommend anybody play this game five times. Like, I can read off some of the team members for you real fast. Like, you have Gohan, Piccolo, Krillin, Goku, Vegeta, Gohan, Trunks, Goten, Trunks, Gotenks, Vegito, Nappa, Goldo, Raccoon, G, Spurter, Ginyu, Frieza, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, Cell, Cell Jr., Boo, and then the evil form of Boo in his four forms, which were a bitch to unlock, by the way. Just to let you know. <laughs> Is it, I mean, and even for a guy who beat this game five times, so I did at least nine, I did thirty fights. What's thirty times five? That number. And I did so I beat the game that many times, and I still am missing well over thirty oh, cards. Thirty cards, at least, if not more. I didn't. You want get to count. cards after like every battle. Yes, but you get the same cards over and over again. Mm. Yeah, the game is not nice. It is not a nice game. Apparently, I think this I, is among the most not nice games I've encountered. And almost none of this is explained to you. Oh, there's also a couple abilities that, as a character goes Super Saiyan, they can't use anymore. There's I one ability su- that... Hmm? I would not be surprised if there is still more to this game that no one has uncovered yet. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I uncovered a lot in my 40 hours of playing this game with save states. Because with save states, you can really like understand a game's hardware at times. Like you can you know save, load, and see how the game reacts to your different moves. So, I mean, that was interesting where the game... That's how I learned the game literally cheats. <laughs> it knows exactly what it's going to do based on your move. It doesn't just do what you think it will do. Dominic, we're making him play that goddamn Dragon Ball Z fusion game, right? Because this is ridiculous. Which one is that one? It's the one where you get Dragon Ball Z characters to fuse. Oh, we're on DS or 3DS? It's 3DS. Oh, 3DS, I believe. Okay, because I wanted to do Attack of the Saiyans at some point. Which one is that on? The DS RPG made by Monolith Soft. Oh, I want to play that. people. Oh, there's also a sequel to this game, sort of, called Supersonic Warriors, which I think might be a sequel to this game for Game Boy Advance. But I have not played, but I think it's another card battling game. And I think it's made by the same people, but I could be wrong. Well, there's also the um, the Switch game, what's it called? Super Dragon Ball Z Legendary World Heroes? That's also a card RPG. Oh, I did not know about this game. Okay, yes. You have my uh, Let me look for it. I like Dragon Ball Z games because I don't I mean, I've seen all the anime up to the Cell saga when Cell first around the time Perfect Cell shows up. That's where I quit watching because I had met my wife. So I got to the Cell games and I quit there. So I, I know a lot about Dragon Sorry, Ball Z. Sorry, I met my I wife. I can't watch Dragon Ball Z anymore. Well, it was because I was sailing the seven seas and then we moved in together. So I didn't want to sail the seven seas when I was on her Internet under her name. That was why. Uh, Super Dragon Ball Heroes World Mission is what it is called. Plus, I after you watch all of Dragon Ball and then you watch that much Dragon Ball Z and you're watching the movies, you don't want to see Dragon Ball Z anymore for years, by the way. You just you're like, I don't I'm done. So that's what did it. So there was a whole there was a whole series of Dragon Ball Heroes games on the 3DS on, in Japan. And then the Switch is the first one that we got over here. There are also Super Nintendo Dragon Ball Z games that have card battling in it, too. So this is a thing that they were doing even before this. Oh, so this is like the refined version of what they initially had, probably. <laughs> yes. There's also, I think, NES Dragon Ball Z game with card battling, too. I mean, again, none of this stuff came to America because the first Dragon Ball Z game to come to America is Battle 22 for PS1, which is terrible. Well, there was at least one on NES that was refitted not be Dragon Ball, I think. I'm pretty sure there's at least one out there that was, yeah, changed. Okay, but I, I know we didn't get a Dragon Ball Z game until 22, Battle 22, which is the first one. Yeah. Pretty sure it's the first game that got released here ultimate battle 22 Look, which is not good by the way all all i know i played that one briefly yes called dragon power here yes <laughs> all i know is i got a drag japanese dragon ball z game me and my cousin got one for her playstation and you had to buy this big blue box for the a big blue block for the back they had to plug in and you had to hold the disc drive open with a spring because if you didn't the game would overheat and your playstation would melt <laughs> And it, and it went all the that way up not, to GT. That does not sound worth it. <laughs> and I assume it wasn't English, was it? It was not in English. We had no idea how to play it. It was really weird. <laughs> Incredible. I don't think there's I'm trying to think, anything else. Anything else you guys want to say about this game that we haven't touched on yet? Oh, the music, I guess, is fine. I play mostly mute. I, I, did, I would never expect you to actually play with the soundtrack on this one. <laughs> yeah, same. I did sometimes. But again, most of this game is played in bathrooms and random moments where I had time where I'm like, you know, just pull it out of my pocket. But it was kind of that game. That's why I put 40 hours into this game. Yeah, I don't hate this game somehow. Same. <laughs> um, that's the thing. I, I don't hate it. You shouldn't hate it. It's just strange, but you shouldn't hate it because it's. But there's a lot you can a, hate about it. 
There is. I, I got mad at it many times. I, I quit playing it a couple times. Like when I, I actually, well, this wasn't the game fault. This is my fault. I only had one save slot, save slot in the with the save slate with the save states, and then mm-hmm. I accidentally overrode it and had to replay like ten fights and was very upset and was debating to just put down the game. I did not though. <laughs> I just kept playing. Oh, that was on my wow. third or four, that was on my fourth playthrough. Wow, I was obsessed. I have never. It was mostly just a childhood thing because when I was a kid, I played this game on my computer and I was trying to unlock all the characters and I couldn't. So it was kind of like that childhood achievement where when I started playing this game again for the show, which was supposed to be a regular episode, but then I'm, I just turned into a mini because I can. I'm and I'm glad you did because I could never be in this for the regular episode in time. I almost am sure now. <laughs> this is something I have to like chip away at for a long time. Yeah, that's just kind of how the game has to be played. Though. I mean, that's how my friend played it. I know he beat it, but he never did unlock all the characters because of the just the minute little things you have to do is really insane. We never, we were never able to stick to it, not to mention the internet lied. And it was early 2000s. The internet wasn't the same as it is now. It wasn't in our pocket. Man. Yeah. I wonder what, like, the official strategy guide for this fucking game looks like. Like, the one they sold, like, in stores. <laughs> it's probably atrocious. Probably lies to you, too. I'm sure they didn't know everything about this game. It's just a really strange game, but... It's my introduction to Dragon Ball Z, so it, it holds a really special place in my in my heart for this game. But I never want to play it again after putting forty hours into it, unlocking all the characters because I I'm done. I will I never want to touch this game again. I lie. I'll do it again, and I'm sure in like ten years, but I don't want to anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or, or, in order to get some of the characters, like in order to get Boo, I had to I had unlocked everybody but the the forms of Boo. I had to beat the game again. And then you have to beat Boo as he absorbs the different characters. Like he absorbs Gotenks and you have to beat him with Gotenks. And he absorbs Gohan and you have to beat him with Gohan. And that's and then when you get to the final Kid Boo fight, you have to beat him with Majin Boo. You're just giving me anxiety just talking about all of this the more you talk <laughs> yeah. about it. Oh yeah, and like oh, to get Ginyu with Goku, the game didn't tell me what to do. I just randomly just used Ginyu in the fight after you beat Frieza, and then I was able to unlock Go, unlocking you Goku and to unlock Frieza you're, you're supposed to be able to beat Frieza with either future trunks or Ginyu I beat him with future trunks never got anything and I beat him with Ginyu and then I got him but only regular Ginyu not Ginyu Goku that won't work which well, is that's the, the thing There's, there was probably some other determining thing that you that people don't know about that determined whether Ginyu or Goku were going to be the ones that got the thing with Frieza you also can't lose the game does not tell you that but if you lose to Frieza because I tested this theory because I lost a lot to Frieza you have to beat him in one arc. You can't continue the Frieza fight and still unlock him. Frieza was one of the last characters I unlocked to because he was just so hard to get. And from three to five, I knew what to do. And I think I unlocked him either four or five. I think it might have been five. He might have been one of the last characters I got to. Never used him. Oh, and also characters have certain like exclusive abilities that only they can use to like that's what you, but that's part of all why there's so many cards. You're trying to collect exclusive cards for each. Like they're like Vegeta example has the Gallic Hole attack, Final Flash. Stuff like that. Anything uh, else? I, have, I think we're almost done. I have a weird thing to say about this game. Sure, please. Did either of you actually read any of the weird ass dialogue? All yeah. of it. Okay. All of it. All as much as as much as I got to. There <laughs> there's there's it's really weird because like they they won't say die, but I very specifically remember a part where Krillin's like, Oh my god, it's Frieza, and now I'm gonna die again, and then you're gonna die, and then we're all gonna die. And I'm like, Wow, they said die in like three sentences. That's weird. That that they, the then they also case. say like I think they said like damn or hell or bastard or something like that as well at some point. I think they say bastard. I think you're damned. I think they, maybe they say damn with Vegeta. I would say bastard. But yeah, they, otherwise they never say die. They always say defeat or lost. Like they're like we're gonna we're gonna get lost. Or yeah, we're gonna get defeated. I noticed that too. And then the only other thing that I've noticed where I got to, which I thought was really really fucking funny for some reason, was when they're I what happened? I think Goku comes out of his heart attack. And he teleports to the ship and Piccolo goes, Goku, it's you. And Goku goes, oh, well, hi, Kamikolo. And he goes, don't joke about that. I need to ask you if you're strong enough. And I didn't know why. It just made me laugh really, really hard. In well, situations, unlock, you can yeah. unlock King Piccolo, too, in this game. What the fuck? <laughs> King Piccolo would just, shouldn't even be a possible ability because it's not Piccolo. You have to, in the EX story, beat the two enemies together with just trunks. And that's how you unlock evil King Piccolo when you beat the game. Like the, the scenarios in this game, from what I experienced at least, are also just ludicrous to think about. What do you mean? Like Piccolo training Gohan, being like, "I have placed some jaws around the map. There are some cards <laughs> inside. Go find them." 
There's also hidden cards on these little world map areas that you walk around in. That if you check just random debris, you'll find hidden cards sometimes. Of course there is. Of course there is. Or if you have yeah. to talk to certain people enough time, they'll give you hidden cards too. Once they start to repeat their dialogue. The game really <laughs> just rewards you doing every single thing possible and every time ever. I never, yeah. one of them, Piccolo would disappear and go, oh, find me. And I looked for him and looked for him. And I'm like, fuck this. I can't find him. I just moved on. <laughs> Oh, I know what part you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I never found them more than once. I just stopped caring. Yeah, I use a strategy guide for that. Dominic, there's a part where, like, you go up to Piccolo's Gohan. He's like, hey, I'm going to go hide. Use your key to find me. And there's, like, nothing on the screen. And it's like, I guess I'm going to go look for him. And, like, it's 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 one of those weird things where, like, you know, sometimes in some games, if something's invisible and you try to bump into it, you'll stop. This game yeah. doesn't do that. Of course. You just have to hit A everywhere until you find it. Yeah. Absolutely. I expect nothing less. Pokemon did that. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Pokemon did both, where sometimes you couldn't walk through it, and sometimes you could. But if you couldn't walk through it, that was usually like a story thing. Like when the Soul Scope shit happened. Oh, yeah. I want to replay the original Pokemon games. It's really something to do at this point. It's really something. All right, any last things before we go to Shelf Stacker Box? I think we're running out of stuff to say. (laughs) My anxiety about this game is just gone 10 times more than what it was now. <laughs> well, for I anyone will... listening, play this game any way you can, because you can't, you're ne- this is never getting re-released. So it I'm should. Just, it should, but play it any way you can. If you happen to own an Android phone, and your phone is always in your pocket, that's the way to play this game. With save states. I would, love if, I would just love there was like a Nintendo online release where they had the save states built into it, and like everyone could just play it for themselves and just experience it. The Twitter sphere would be on fire. Oh, here's a funny thing I forgot to mention. So I already had a Game Boy Color emulator, but I literally had to buy a buy an emulator on my phone to play this game because the one emulator I had would not run it. Classic Boy wouldn't run it. I had to download my old boy. It isn't classic enough. It's one of the last Game Boy Color games. They didn't account for it. It just didn't. Classic Boy runs a bunch of different emulators. It's actually a it's a decent emulator, decent emulator, but it just wouldn't run it. It, for some reason, it could not run it. And I had another Game Boy emulator, I think, on here, too, that I also bought, like, years ago. And that couldn't run it, either. I literally had to buy a different emulator just to play this game. Too complex. I I got Sorry, I can't help you. I and that's my... why it's on a Game Boy Color cartridge, not a Game Boy cartridge. It's too complex for the Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got my $2 worth, though, with my 40 hours of gameplay. What do you think? I, I got whatever this game was worth when I bought it. I don't know, 10 bucks or less. Well, now it's in your collection. And because that's a good you question. saw my random list of crap that I went to put on the show, and you were like, hey, what's that? We got to talk about this beauty. Yeah, it's, not, yeah, it's not even that. So, I, hey, I have that. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's, let's see if it's any good. And you know what? It's not terrible, but holy shit, does it sound complex and frustrating and <laughs> evil. And I, evil. I, I would just need to get paid 40 hours a week just to play this. <laughs> I want to say something, but I can't. <laughs> But yeah, say it. That's the, that's the right say way to it. play this game. Actually, I don't work. I did say play. It. I did. I did play it with my old job because I was in between stuff. Like when I'd be walking from point A to point B, mm-hmm. I would play this game <laughs> or go to the bathroom. Like, because ah. <laughs> it doesn't require much. Pull out my phone, press a button, and wait. Literally, I, uh, just wait. And you're not even at that job anymore, so it's okay. You can talk about it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I don't work anymore. So. <laughs> I was I was gonna say something after the podcast. I'm like, you're in the you're in the Shadow of the Hedgehog podcast, right? I was going to be, but I dropped out because I had too much going on. Oh, damn. Okay. I just, I, I was going to be someone that listens to this like years from now, and there's going to be the Mike Alberton like job loss arc, and where you can, you're going to put a piece together podcast where when you worked and when you didn't, because I was listening to that Sonic podcast, and you were talking about like, oh, yeah, I have to get work. I'm like, oh, he didn't work when he, he still worked when he made this. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny. Like, I mean, that's partly what I do with this show. Is I put a lot of my, you know, me into the show. So if people, you know, listen to everything, you can hear my arc of what goes on in my life. So this will come out in months later when I already have a job. So, Like I was in the Life is Strange episode. The Life is Strange episode was right after he lost it. And then that was a weird experience. That was very, again, just very emotional playing. I mean, I beat this game. I mean, playing Life is Strange, you know, the same week you get fired is very emotional. Yeah. And playing the Shadow, playing Shadow Hedgehog while you're looking for a job is also emotional in a weird way because you're like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> Here. <laughs> what the hell am I doing? Why am I playing this shit? Where is that damn fourth chaos emerald? Oh, that game. That game was garbage. 
It's also one of the uh, few games on the show that all four of us boxed. That never happens on the show anymore. There's always someone that likes the game somewhat. All four of us box Shadow the Hedgehog. Camp. So here's let me. I will. I will. I will give you this as the the fifth member who wasn't there. I will shelf that game if I could put a bullet hole in it. <laughs> you can. You can literally shoot it if you like. You just gotta buy a copy for it. I already bought the copy. If I can shoot a perfect bullseye right through the GameCube disc hole, then I will shelf it. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go to shelf stacker box for this game. Oh, <laughs> I'll go first. I'm actually gonna put this on the shelf because, well, obviously, I played 40 hours of this game and I really, really liked it. As much as it pissed me off, and I thought I was done multiple times, I kept telling myself, no, I'm not going to finish it. I'm not going to. I kept replaying it. I ended up going through it for 40 hours, five playthroughs, just to get every character for no other reason than to make one Facebook post where I said, I did it. And I hope I don't play this game again for at least five years. <laughs> we'll see if that happens. But that's my goal, to put this game down and not touch it again for five years. Uh, what about you, Joe? Man. So do you have to replay the entire game if you want? If you like when you beat it, you have to replay yes. it all over again. Every um, single level, every that, single open world part, every single fight. That kind of varies my waverty. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and put this in the stack. I didn't hate it that much, but I would be really interested in like being one of those games where it's like, man, I really have nothing to do, or oh hey, the power's out and my Game Boy's fully charged. Let's go ahead and get the old juices flowing and play. I'm getting a light for that. <laughs> oh no, I I have a it's an emulator Game Boy. It's a. I know. I yeah. I have the Game Boy Color without the backlight. Why? <laughs> Real hardware. Play it on a Game Boy Advance SP. I could do that. <laughs> I recommend playing it on an Android phone. What I recommend. That's the perfect way to play this game. And I guess uh, it's my turn unless you're done or not done. I'm not, yeah, I'm done. I'm done. Okay. I will also put it in the stack. I do want to come back to this. I don't want to box it. I want to give this game more of a shot. This just was not the time. And from everything we've talked about, it was not the time in general. <laughs> That happens. I mean, there have been games in the show that I have played that just came at the exact the worst time. Like, I completely get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just thinking That's about my- me. Try- like, I was like, you know, on like at level four or five, be like, you know, this is a little hard, but this is OK. I can get through it. And then it just wasn't. <laughs> oh, it gets harder because you didn't get the Frieza. Frieza's freaking terrible. That's like the biggest gatekeeping moment in this entire game is what- fighting Frieza for the second time. Was that my picture where, like, I had, like, a sliver of health against Frieza? Yes, you were just oh. about done. And that's the worst. Well, that's what that picture was. That's what, yeah. that's what was going on in that picture. I was not ta- I was not sure what you were talking about. You were talking about having an aneurysm. And, like, is, is the screen flashing or something? No, yeah, I had, like, 1% health. Oh, my God. <laughs> You're lucky the game was just not, like, uh, it'll just kill him anyway. It's fine. It, it happened. It would have next turn. Yeah. Because they'll, when you get that low, any attack will just murder you. And they'll kill you. Yeah. The game knows when your health is almost dead and, and it will purposely do things to make your health zero as quick as it can. Yeah. One thing I learned last minute that will probably save your butt is the weird thing of when it because there's an attack in defense mode during defense mode, you can use uh, power up. And I learned how to use limits very last minute. So I was lucky enough to have uh, power up. And then on my defense turn, I had a guru attack or it was a it was a Kaoken. It was something. And then I, w- I had enough limit to do the Super Kamehameha, and that's what killed my Frieza, and I got lucky because it took, like, three retries through through the save system. <laughs> <laughs> Once you're oh, past that, boy. the androids go quick, won't be too bad, Cell won't be too bad, so you get to Perfect Cell. Perfect Cell will be a bitch, and then you'll be good until Kid Buu. Yeah. And the funny in the Buu saga, all you really fight is just there. Riku's hard, too. Jis and Bird aren't too bad. Because once you kill one of them, they can't do their special, special attack anymore. So then you're okay. Of course. <laughs> oh, and w- w- did you put this in the stack, Dominic? I did not hear. Stack, yes. Okay. Not the shelf. <laughs> it's not going in the. It's not going on the wall of fame. It's going just in in my stuff. Okay, just for me. I gotta put my in my wall of fame because I know I'll talk about. I've been talking about this game for years. I won't stop. That's for sure. <laughs> that's fair. We can use it a cultural touchstone that's specific to the Mike Alberton Scholarship Fund. <laughs> just. When Mike Alberton talks about video games and his accepted canon of what's good and what's not, Dragon Ball Z Legendary Super Warriors will be there. I kept calling this Legendary Super Saiyan Warriors, too, for the longest time before I realized you have the name wrong, Mike. You have the name wrong. So, yeah. Just saying, you know. And, uh, Dominic, where can people find you at? On the Overload Facebook group. I'm on 
Dissonant Waves, the podcast we have on YouTube, uh, on Twitter at D-A-C-I-C-H-O-C-K-I. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can hear, I think, one other Dragon Ball episode we've done. I'm pulling that up right now. That did not pull it up. <laughs> thing is, this is a mini, so we have no idea when this will go up. Uh, I do. I can tell you after. I'll tell you later. I have it. Oh, we did DBZ Legacy of Goku 2, episode 52. Well, that's Only that's two. Last. <laughs> yeah, that's the last time we've done any. And this will be going up actually August 9th. So a month from now, the time that we're recording this. Well, again, then I guess I'll just say I'll see you for Radical Dreamers. Oh, yeah, because that will be coming out. I don't know. That will be coming out in September, probably. And then we'll do Chrono Cross or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of stuff coming down the road. So I already played Chrono Cross once this year, so replaying it won't be as bad. I know what to do now. It's a good game. I hope. Good game. I don't know. It's a good game. It's a good game. All right. And if you enjoyed this episode, we have over 350 other episodes. Definitely go check out all our content. If you can't find what you're looking for on Spotify or iTunes, everything is on Podbean. So please, please go there. And you can find our entire catalog. And yeah, check us out and leave a review on Podbean, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Leave us a review. It helps us out a lot. Also, I'm going to have a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Half Sphere. You can follow her on TikTok. And give a shout out to my buddy Bill Tucker, who did all the MCU movies, started his own podcast, A Gamer Looks at 40, where he interviews people about how video games affect their life. So check him out. And we have a Patreon. For as little as dollar, you can help us out and vote in our Patreon polls. Each month, we have a different poll of four topics you get to choose from and what we will end up reviewing. So definitely go do that. It helps us out and makes me super happy just to see people vote. <laughs> so do that. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Audio only, but we are on YouTube. And that's everything I need to say, because I need to be done. <laughs> All right, you, everyone have a wonderful night. Bye, everybody. You too. Bye.